Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. There we go. Uh, hello, soul sisters, and welcome to another episode of Unchained Your Strength Podcast. To have today, we have Helen Monshi. Did I pronounce that right, Helen? You did actually, perfectly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Always asked beforehand, and I completely forgot this time. Helen is joining us all the way from England, and uh, it, Helen, would you mind introducing yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, so everybody can get to know you, please. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um, yeah, so I'm Helen Munshi. I'm really impressed you pronounced it right because most people can't say my surname. So yeah, very good. <laughs> Where is um, it from, I, by the way? Uh, so my husband's Indian, actually. So okay. by right. marriage, I've got my Indian surname. Um, but yeah, so I am a an online business strategist and a quiz funnel expert. So um, basically, I work with entrepreneurs who are kind of like that best kept secret on the internet and they're ready to kind of be found and to be heard and that's kind of what I'm passionate about um it, it's been I wouldn't say it's been like the most sort of obvious journey to this place um I don't <laughs> think I was one of those people that was like born to be an entrepreneur um I feel like I kind of fell into it and you know when you look back and kind of all the steps make sense to that yeah. point but when you're in it you can't really see it um so yeah I went to university studied economics um trained in strategy in my kind of corporate jobs and then I started working in this incredible charity in the UK supporting entrepreneurs to build businesses um and I just caught like the entrepreneurial like bug at that point okay. I was like this is what I love to do um I know we were chatting about um how like we get bored easily I'm personally definitely gets bored easily so <laughs> being an entrepreneur just really made sense for me because it's I mean you know it's like it's every job under the sun you're like you're the cleaner of your office you're the marketer yep. <laughs> you're all the things at the beginning so for all, me it was brilliant it all the things you never thought you had to do you suddenly yes. like you're a writer and it's like when did this happen I, I barely know how to yeah. write my name <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and now I just get the opportunity to work with incredible entrepreneurs um, in that kind of early kind of growth stage to build their businesses. Um, so, yeah, and apart from that, I'm, like I said, I'm a wife, uh, I'm a cat mom, um, I am addicted to all things spicy food, uh, nice. I love a spa. So, yeah, I'm definitely someone who... I'm trying to get myself to the point where my business is supporting my lifestyle and it's sort of it's the secondary thing in my life um so that's kind of where I'm growing to and that's where I like to support other entrepreneurs to grow to as well and Helen tell me at the moment are you working in another job or you're working fully on your business uh, I'm fully in well I'm fully in I actually run two businesses so I'm fully in my two businesses so I run a property business as well and I also okay. run this business 
between right. the two. I'm and how do you find it? How do you find it from not going ever? Well, not going ever, but not thinking about being an entrepreneur and then falling into entrepreneur. Did you think it was going to be so different or did you, from what you imagine, uh, what was it? What have, how has been your experience so far? Yeah. I mean, it's been about sort of, I guess probably five or six years I've been doing full-time entrepreneurship. So I feel like I'm kind of settled into it a bit now. Um, because I was obviously training and supporting all these young entrepreneurs in my job. Um, I then left and I feel like it was sort of karma. Like all those times I told the entrepreneurs that I was working with to like, just take the action and just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then you do it. And I think it was, the realization that you're responsible for like every decision you are like you are the center of your business you are the face you're everything that I think took me by surprise a little bit and did definitely took me a little while to kind of settle into mm-hmm. and you you transition in your own business as well since you yeah started. I mean and I do you know what I think it's a good thing in that I feel like if, you, if you're starting, if you're running a business now that is exactly the same as the business you started, for me, probably like five or six years ago, for me, I just feel like that means you're probably not listening to your audience. You're not listening to yourself and kind of what you enjoy doing, what you're good at. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know any entrepreneur that I've worked with that's probably running exactly the same business as when they started. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I have pivoted. So I still do kind of like you know online business growth strategy but I also now do the kind of quiz side of it so essentially lead generation through the magic of um, quizzes and kind of using and harnessing positive kind of interactive marketing that's a big thing I'm very anti-scare marketing very into kind of positive marketing oh you're awesome I love this yes thank you (laughs) Helen the reason I ask you know because there's a lot of people who start their business and like and we have this we know we are we are um oh how you say we're told to like really niche down you know like really be specific and really narrow it down and a lot of people when they first start it can be a bit confusing you know it's just that it's like how can I narrow it down I'm not quite sure where I'm going you know I remember having a guest once and she even narrowed down the location of the people that she was going to serve and I was like but we are online how <laughs> why are you <laughs> narrowing it was like literally it was like east 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 coast in the U.S. and I was like is that it I was like when you get the whole world to do but you know it's I'm asking for that reason it's like people who want to get started in this time is like oh I don't know where and you transition and now you're doing something you absolutely love and maybe you might transition, I don't know, a year or two years from now, right? Yeah, yeah, quite know. possibly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and do you know, I think that initial decision about what to focus on, I feel like new entrepreneurs get really stuck in that place. Like they sit there and they're like, what should my niche be? What should my niche be? What should I do? And they put so much pressure on that decision. They think mm-hmm. like, I have to make a decision and I'm stuck with that for like the rest of my life like for the rest of the days I am this person who does this thing but that's that's just not true I think take, giving yourself permission to say I'm going to pick something and I'm going to take action and I'm going to focus on it for the next six to 12 months and see how it goes see how it feels that's really empowering and, and you know what and I've, I've had to learn this the hard way that you you really only know if you like something or if you're good at something when you actually take action like you, yes. your brain just can't forward think I think they've done biological studies I don't know I can't quote them but there are studies that say that like the brain is terrible at like anticipating how you'll feel in a situation like what it will be like how you know whether you'll like it um so 
trying to sort of think your way into a decision in this this area is really hard. So just taking those steps to actually see what it feels like is a really good way to just start mm-hmm. building that action. Yeah. I think it's good also to be to change your mind. You can change your mind because you grow as yeah. well. So maybe something you didn't like two weeks ago, you might like it now or the other way around yeah. as well. And it's fine. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I think your audience can tell as well. Like if you've kind of fallen out of love with something that you're doing or you're just not quite in it anymore, that yes. definitely comes across. So you're doing them a disservice as well as yourself a disservice if you just stick with something for the sake of being like, well, this is what yeah. I said I am, so I have to stick with this thing. Yeah, that is so true. I'm so with you on that. It's like your energy is not, it's not the same energy. The content you're creating, it's like, it's like blah. Like it has happened to me that I'm looking at it and I'm like, am I really going to post this? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> And you said, okay, marketing, because I want to talk a little bit about that. I love how you say like talking about like marketing from a positive side, because, you know, we get a lot of this manipulative fear of missing out. You have to buy it and you have to buy it now. Or, you know, there's something really wrong with you. You have to fix it. This yeah. kind of thing. And to be honest with you, I think I had this conversation with someone yesterday and I was like, maybe four years ago, I, I did. I did go for all that because I really thought there was something wrong or, you know, I was broken or I was doing something wrong in my business. And now I'm just like, I'm just, that's another thing I'm bored of. Helen. Like, you know, that manipulative yeah. marketing. Because it creates a lot yeah. of negativity in somebody's mindset and, and like and on, on yourself as well. We're here on one side telling you to empower, to empower you, to bring out the best of you. And then this marketing strategy comes in where you're still doubting yourself, right? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've, I've been there where I thought this is the way you have to do it because we're told that, you know, when yes. we're sort of newer in our journey, we're told like, this is the way you market, this is how you do it. So you think, okay, great, you know, they're making money, they're being successful in their business, you know, if that's how you define success, I will I will do it the same way. But do you know what? I, I just looked at it and I thought, I want people to buy from me from a place of empowerment rather than fear. And and the, the outcome's the same. Like, if someone buys from a place of fear because you've told them, if you don't do this thing, your life and your business will explode, like, implode, like, everything will be awful, and they buy, they're fearful. If you empower them to make a decision because it's the best decision for them and they're doing it from a place of like excitement and like this is going to really help me they also buy but the energy they bring to the thing that they've bought is so different and the outcome they'll get from it is so different yeah um and and I think like there's definitely a place I'm not saying like don't talk about where your clients feel they are right now like I, I think it's really important to use it um I think it was Donald Miller who said in his book like you use it like the salt in a recipe like just the right amount to really mm-hmm. um, enhance your message, but too much. And it's, you just need a tiny bit of it. Um, and it's, it's good to be able to help them to, to use their language and to help them to identify that they're in the right place and that you understand them. That's a powerful way to use some of the words that they talk about in terms of like where they're at, but really hammering home the point, really making them feel like terrible at where they are. I just think that's really irresponsible and just not something that I really want to be associated with. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with that, Helen. Like, I'm yeah. really with you. I don't know what yeah. I was watching the other day. And it, it was that, you know, it was that fear-based. And I'm like, ah. And, and she yeah. said it, like, the energy is completely different when you bring it in. It's, because you're mm-hmm. doubting already. Right? I should have. I, I just went in because, oh, I thought I had to. And most of the people, when they do buy those 
services that way, they don't finish them. Yeah. Yeah. And I always like, I talk to my clients and I say, you know, when we're designing like their customer journeys and that kind of stuff within their business, I say to them, like, how do you want your clients to feel at any stage that they're interacting with you? Like, how do you, what, what feeling do you want to bring up with them? And every time you create a piece of content, you open your mouth, you put something on social media, ask yourself, am I creating that feeling? So do you want them to feel like energized? Do you want them to feel hurt? Do you want them to feel excited like what is that feeling that you want to get within them a positive feeling obviously and every time you create have that in mind and that will steer you away from the kind of older tactics of kind of scare marketing that we've been taught and towards a more positive side mm -hmm. and that's what the lead quizzes come in I want to know yeah, more yeah, <laughs> yeah quizzes I love, I love. You know, it's I, I just so much fun <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of science behind it, which I love. I'm a bit of a kind of strategy science geek and also a kind of creative. So bringing it together, you get kind of quizzes. Um, but it's it, it really works best when you do quizzes from a place of positivity. Um, mm -hmm. People want to answer questions that make them feel good about themselves. They want to understand more about themselves. So if you can do that, that will really start to build commitment to you as a person. And every time they're answering a question, they're making another micro commitment to continue on their journey through your business. Um, and there's all sorts of kind of research behind it. You know, it's the top performing content on New York Times, like all sorts of places to use them. Um, you can have serious quizzes, you can have fun quizzes, um, mm -hmm. you know, it helps you to understand about your audience better. Uh, yeah, all sorts of reasons why I love it. I love it, but we always do like see is it lead quizzes. Um, I, I I did one when I first started my business, and I remember. And I'm just like I had so much fun. I want to I want to do my whole business about quizzes. <laughs> but yeah. you know, there's one that we all kind of share. I think it's name test. Is it? And it pops up a lot on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just one of those that, you know, what kind of character would you be if you were born in the 60s or stuff like that? Like really simple things and they're like fun. Yeah, so you like the kind of BuzzFeedy type yeah. quizzes, like yeah. what kind of Disney princess are you? What kind yeah. of like, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, there's a bit more kind of thought behind a lead generation. Like they're normally for clicks. They're normally to get you onto the website because mm -hmm. they're getting ad spend for every click or something. We're looking at creating quizzes, which really like segment your audience. So you understand the first point they contact you, like, or they, they interact with your business. You understand who they are, where they're at, you know, what they want, um, you know, what they want from your business. And you can use that information to then tailor your message so that you are again, supporting them in the best way possible. And Helen, what do you think has more conversion, like a quiz that is more serious or something that is more fun? What would, what would you, what would the yeah. difference or what or depends on the business that you're running? Yeah, it totally depends on the business. Um, it depends on, and it's not just the business, it's about how you, um, how you, what energy and how you approach the business as well. So you could have, um, for example, I don't know, two funeral directors who want to do a quiz for their business. And the quizzes allow you to bring out the personality and the brand of each individual business. So you could have one which is very serious, very solemn, you know, very kind of, you know, asking kind of questions that sort of embody that. And then you might have another one which is much more kind of holistic and a lot more um, sort of talking around the topic of grief, et cetera. So two very same businesses, same outcome in terms of what they support with, but different energies. 
and you can have the same thing you can have two business coaches one who's very much like you know I'm a rebel I like to work with people who do business differently versus someone who does um stuff around you know I'm a business coach and I support with kind of mindset and the kind of the holistic side of it and the softer side of it and they're again similar topics but very different approaches so that's the great thing you can bring out your personality in a quiz okay awesome yeah and I was always wondering because I kind of always go for the fun ones when they get too serious I'm like okay I don't think I want to answer certain things you know or, or because I don't want to think too much sometimes yeah and I'm like okay yeah. I'll go for the fun quizzes but it also it depends on my mood as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And that's why there's a real art to kind of creating quiz questions to make sure you, you tap into the mood of the audience that you're targeting it towards. Nice. And uh, what are your favorite ones to create as a creator of quizzes? Oh, gosh, that's, that's a hard one. Um, do you know what, though? As I kind of said earlier, like I, I like a lot of variety in my life and in my kind yeah. of business and stuff. So I actually just love working with a business person who has no idea how they're going to bring a quiz idea alive and then mm-hmm. just just doing it just bring it alive and you know I've helped create them for um like fertility coaches business coaches um it's all, all sorts of different people like leadership people I've done so for me I don't really have a favorite it's kind, okay. it's kind of that's a hard question <laughs> would they work for products as well yeah absolutely they can work brilliantly for products so you know, if you've got like a skincare product, you know, let's do a quiz all around like their skincare types. So you can then oh, at the yeah. end of it, provide them with like a customized like skincare portfolio of all your products that would suit them based on the results of their quiz. Or let's find out like your perfect jeans style. So then we can recommend products. So it can work incredibly well for products, businesses, sometimes even better than services, because there's a real immediate um, customization option at the end. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Good to know. I'm like, I'm slowly yeah. going into like a product business online. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Find yeah, different ways. definitely yeah. work there. Yeah, I'm, I'm launching on September, I think. So yeah, I'm more excited about it. But uh, yeah, Helen, so if anybody wants to reach out to you, talk to you, get to know you better and work with you, where they can find you, hon? Yeah, definitely. So uh, my website, which is just helenmunshi.com. So that's Helen and then Munshi, which is M-U-N-S-H-I.com. I'm on Instagram um, on the same name. Uh, So yeah, just reach out, have a chat. I always love just meeting new people, finding out about their businesses. Awesome. And Helen, before we wrap up, what has been the most amazing breakthrough you had as an entrepreneur since you've started? Yeah, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. For me, it's it's about action. So just trying to get out of my head and trying to think answers to things. And actually, the only way I'm going to discover answers is by taking action. So that for me has been the biggest thing. And I still have to tell myself regularly, just keep going, just keep taking action, learn from it, move on. Would you apply that in your personal life as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. My husband. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you when you're there, you like, oh, I have to exercise, and you're like, oh, I don't really feel like, oh, I don't really feel like, and then yeah, you're like, no, just do it. Yeah, it yeah, takes. Absolutely. I think I always say it takes longer to procrastinate to actually do the work because once you procrastinate, it's still in your head. Like it won't go away. Yeah. It's not that you're like, oh, I'll do it later, and you stop thinking about it. It's just still there, going rummaging in your head, and you're like, oh, I might as well get it done. And sometimes it only yeah. takes you five minutes, you know, or it's not a yeah, serious you said, thought. 
Yeah, you spend two hours thinking about it and then five minutes doing it. You just say, why don't I just do the five minutes at the beginning? But it's human nature. Okay, Helen, thank you so much for being here. Thanks to everybody for listening. I will drop all the info on the on the thread. And if you have any questions, you can drop them in the podcast or just reach out to Helen or myself and we'll be happy to answer. And then thanks a million again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.